BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Okay, beautiful. Let's do it. Welcome to Love and Dragon Radio. I'm your host, ML Ruchak. I'm here with special guest, Sean Sutherland. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I was just reading some of your information today, and you're in the CBD, and you have a million-dollar CBD company. So that was my previous business venture. So that that is now closed. We've shut that down. But uh, that is what led me to my current business venture, which is Brand Ruch, which is a brand consulting and personal guidance company. Awesome. So what exactly is that? Brand Roots? Mm-hmm. Brand Roots is all about finding focus, clarity, and direction in your business while empowering the individual behind the business through brand consultancy and personal guidance. So I believe that there are three parts to building a brand. First is brand development. Second is brand identity, which is your design. And the third is the person behind the brand. Um, often we get stuck and trapped in our limiting beliefs, which, uh, which prohibits any movement forward in our business. So if we don't address all three, we don't have a working progress in our business. Exactly. How can you have a brand, one, if you don't have a goal of where your brand's going to go? Mm-hmm. But if you don't understand yourself, how are you going to build the brand? Exactly. What uh, people often, I find people often forget is that these two paths are interwoven. Personal development and solopreneurship or entrepreneurship, it's interwoven. There are many similarities. Um, We're faced with challenges on a daily basis when you're doing your own practice, when you have your own business. Same thing with personal development. You at that point have a choice if you want to move forward and, and grow with your company yourself, or you can stay in that stagnant place where you're happy where you are. Um, it exposes places in our minds that shows the limitations of where we are willing to look. It, ex- it accesses fears. Both, pl- um, both roads access your fears and what you feel that you can't do or you kind of succumb to. And uh, ultimately, it comes down to personal growth in both avenues. Exactly. If, you have, if you're an entrepreneur, you start off as I can't do anything in your personal life. So how are you going to do it in your business life? They don't mix. It goes hand in hand. You have to have the same mindset for your business as you do your personal life. Exactly. And that's the key word right there is mindset. So that's something that we address in the entrepreneur or the solopreneur that we work with and build that strong mindset to build the confidence that they need to step forward in their business. So how did you get into this from having the CBD? There's yeah, two different companies there. 
Yeah. So beautiful question. I was in the cannabis space for about a decade. Uh, through that, I've developed a love of branding of what it takes to create a product, design a product and to have it land in your customer's hands where they resonated with it and all the different strategies that are involved in having somebody purchase your product from positioning to competitor analysis to all the different key things that you need to address in order for your competitor or your, your customer to find you. So over the 10 years, I, I developed multiple products and multiple brands in the cannabis space. The company that did the best was the CBD company that went across Canada, was sold in over 200 stores. Um, and we had a, a massive following. Through that, I learned what it takes to develop that following, all the importance about demographics, um, tracking analytics, um, just learning your customer inside out, creating your ideal customer, who you're talking to, how to talk to them, um, and you know how to get them to be ambassadors for your brand. So I've taken all the knowledge that I've, I've accumulated over you know, that last decade, and now I offer it to other companies to help their brand grow in the same way that I grew multiple brands. Awesome. Because that's always important. One, it doesn't matter if you're an author or an entrepreneur. You're both entrepreneurs. So your brand is yourself in the author world, and then your brand as an entrepreneur comes out to you. Mm-hmm. And your products vary if you're an entrepreneur or author. Authors, your products are each book that you write. And then an entrepreneur, whatever it is you're creating, selling, e-commerce, whatever it is. But it goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you need the mindset to understand where your brand's going. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You can't just put it on the shelf and hope for the best. No, there's so much to it. And uh, you can have the best idea, the prettiest package, the prettiest design, but unless you know how to get it to your consumer and get it in front of them and get them to understand what you're creating and why they need it, it's just going to sit there and die on the shelves. So let's go with a fictional product. You're given a product. Doesn't matter what it is. What would be the best position for ABC product? Yeah, good question. I mean, there's so many things to evaluate with the product. I would even go before you even have the product, what the idea is. So I always tell my clients that we need to find what problem you solve, because if you're not solving a problem for somebody, there's no real reason for them to purchase that product. Once we've identified the problem that your your product or service solves, then we can start doing competitor analysis and kind of find out how many other competitors are doing something similar or if there's people doing the exact same thing. The last thing you want to do is, is copy a, a brand that's doing well and try to think that it, it worked for them. It's going to work for me. That's that's just not true. And the odds of you converting their clients over to you is small because of uh, the following and the trust that they've built in their brand. So through competitor analysis, we can find out things of what our competitors do well, where they can improve, how we can be different, how we're going to kind of claim our piece of the industry, whether it's, you know, price point or it's a unique idea or, um, you know, there's a multitude of things that you can address. Um, And then once you've found your kind of piece of the industry that you can really service and and we realize really validate the offer, then we can start going into other things like building your client avatar, which is your ideal client so that we know, what who they are where they are you know what kind of what demographic they are what age bracket kind of start mapping out where we think they would be how to reach them best platforms to social media platforms to talk to them to communicate with them and from there you just continue down the list of uh, strategic things that you can involve in your brand so that people can really 
feel what you're putting out. You know, one of the a really good place to start is is your why, your purpose statement, right? Is why are you doing this? You know, like is if it's just monetary gain, I can't guarantee, but there's a lot of resistance when it's just about monetary. You know, if you're actually doing something, a service for yourself, where it's like you're creating something that you believe in, that your heart's in, that you want to do, that you want to change something or get in there, um, you know, it, it's a really good thing to have behind your starting point. Exactly. If you're just chasing chasing dollar signs and you're changing your career path every three months because you keep failing, you're mm -hmm. going to keep failing until you find out what your why is. Exactly. And like for me, I believe that it's a lot to do with alignment, alignment with ourselves, our core values, what we're bringing to the world, how we want to show up for our people. And, uh, you know, if we genuinely want to solve a problem, if we're in it for personal gain. Yeah. Personal gain is never a good place to start a business from. Exactly. You want the end result to be personal gain. You never want to be that first step. You want to add value to your customers and exactly. And the personal gain will follow that. Exactly. I, every entrepreneur I know that's successful has a good why. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Every good business owner, Warren Buffett, anyone that we see in the news that have multi-billion dollar companies, they have a fantastic why. Mm -hmm. exactly and the thing with branding is that it evolves over time like you will grow the brand the company will grow and things will change but you always have one a starting point of the things that we spoke about and you know from there it's not that it's set in stone you don't have to be like well this is exactly it you know it might change over time and you might attract a different customer and kind of change your ideal customer to be like okay you know this is going to suit my business better and it really works with and aligns with what i want to create so um, constantly being aware of your brand, constantly growing and learning with your brand and evolving is uh, key as well. Exactly. Look at Coca-Cola. They started out with one beverage. Now they have how many beverage companies that's all mm. under their umbrella. Exactly. Yeah. You build upon one product. Mm -hmm. You don't just retire it once it starts doing well. Exactly. Yeah. So where can our listeners, viewers find you, first of all? Yeah, you can find my website at yourbrandroots.com. Uh, you can find me on social media at yourbrandroots. And uh, LinkedIn is, is at yourbrandroots as well. So those are the, the best places to find me. Now, I asked that because I had a feeling you're into SEO a little bit. So mm -hmm. when you have one company, you brand it under one name, now, if you put in that one name, it goes across all social media platforms. Yes. So I believe in consistency and, uh, you know, you want all your touch points with all your customers to, to have, to be similar in all, in all regards, right? Whether it be your color palette, your typography, your imagery, um, and as well as, you know, your name. So like all my emails match my brand my social media handles match my website and so on and so forth so that they can just punch me in and it's the same everywhere and it's, and it's really easy to find that that is what everyone that has a business needs to do you can't change your brand name across every different social media platform you'll never be found exactly it has to be a easy to remember you don't want to have a hideous spelling of something or some odd acronym that can't be remembered and you don't want to change it to from instagram facebook whatever else 
you set up perfectly with uh, wanting to make it easy for your customer to find you, right? Like when it comes to our attention span, we have such a small attention span that if it's difficult to find you, people are just going to fall off naturally and be like, hey, you know what? I tried, but uh, you know, it wasn't easy to find them. So make it as easy as possible for anybody to find you and streamline it across all your platforms. Exactly. Now you want your brand to reflect you as a person. If you're the CEO, obviously your name on social media is going to be different than the brand, but you're going to link the two back to each other. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I know a little bit. <laughs> you definitely do. <laughs> but it all goes hand in hand. When you're an entrepreneur, you have to learn these little nuggets and then you connect to a professional that does this for a living. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I always recommend like uh, as tough as it is for startups or people who are stuck to, to get help. I mean, when you do ask for help from a professional, it just expedites your process and gets you out of the position you're in so much sooner so that you can start accumulating customers or income as a lot faster opposed to just sitting there and struggling and, and finding this out as you as you go right it's, so it's offer to change things down the road than it is to start off on the right foot about how long does it take a customer of yours when they start working with you so start seeing results typically typically it's about five weeks so we do five sessions it's laid out on what we address um, generally, depending on, on the entrepreneur or solopreneur that comes to me, um, we'll do an audit of the business and kind of feel which areas might be neglected or areas that we can move into that would really benefit the business. And then from there, we build the foundation. The reason that I named it Brand Roots is because it is creating the foundation, the core of any business. We often as entrepreneurs or solopreneurs get an idea and just feel that we can get our idea out there without actually creating that strong foundation of business core values, ideal clients all the different things that are going to keep you a seamless brand and, and be able to reference throughout. So what I like to do is kind of associate what the problem is, dive into that. We start working through that, start coming up with some strategies and then at the same time, getting that core foundation in so that you're staying aligned. So after the five weeks, do your customers stay with you for further help or do they kind of fall off? Yeah, no, it's been uh, kind of a mixed mixed uh, bags so there's been a couple customers that have stayed on and now we do monthly consulting um i'm just in the process of offering design to my customers as well so i've onboarded this designer who's absolutely amazing so now we're building building out these brand guides to include the strategy i already do a strategy guide but now we're bringing, building out brand guides to include logo development your color palette all the other stuff that's going to create the motion your brand imagery your brand story and it's all in this beautiful guide and it keeps you just seamless from, you know, if you want to hand that off to create a pitch deck or you want to create uh, Instagram, Instagram, social media posts, everything's going to be seamless because you know exactly how your brand operates. So, um, yeah. I love that. Not only are you teaching, you're actually doing what you teach. You're building your brand by adding more services. Exactly. Yeah. That's why you teach it, because you're doing what you teach. Yeah. So I believe that, uh, you know, with how many, how many years I've been an entrepreneur and I want, you know, I'm not scared to say that I failed in the past and those have been the, the biggest learning lessons for me. And if you can actually fail and objectively look at the failure, it becomes your biggest success. Mm -hmm. And through all the knowledge that I've accumulated between failure and huge successes, 
I, it gives me the gift to be able to offer this to other people and at the same time implement it in whatever business that I, I do going forward. Awesome. We have to look at every failure. Every yeah. successful business has failures in the past. Right. Why? Because we learn from those failures why the business failed. What did we do wrong? And it usually starts with the foundation was weak. Exactly. You nailed it. If your foundation's weak, it's going to fail. Anybody that I, I feel that I can't say anybody, but you know, a high percentage of people that are successful have failed at some point or another. Mm -hmm. And instead of getting beaten down by their mind or falling into that victim mindset, they pick themselves up, they learn from it. Okay, I'm not going to repeat that. In fact, I'm, I know what to do next time differently. And they've applied it to their future business that is a success. Right. It's, are you expanding your business? Are you expanding your foundation? How strong is your foundation? And what did you learn from your past? Mm -hmm. When you can answer those, then you actually have a business you can grow. Exactly. So where else can our entrepreneurs start learning before they come to work with you? Well, I mean, like there's lots of valuable information being given out on social media platforms, um, YouTube, for sure. And uh, I'd say those are, and there's tons of good books, tons of good books on branding and courses you can take as well. You know, like there's, there's lots of different avenues you can, can learn. And just speaking with somebody, you know, I always find the, the best way is bouncing your ideas off somebody and, or even multiple people to really kind of get a feel for what's being created. And if it's something that resonates, you know, with nine out of 10 people, eight out of 10 people, you know, you're onto something and it's worth exploring. Right. And you need to have a little bit of knowledge because when you sit down with your professionals, now you have an idea of what you need them to help with or actually have questions to ask them to, for help. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You don't, can't go to a professional and say, I have no idea what I need help with. Here's everything. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. That's it's not going to work very well. No, and it's also evaluation, constantly reevaluating where you are, where your business is, kind of, okay, where do you feel stuck? You know, what are your weaknesses and strengths? Evaluate that. That's a question I always ask. You know, I always start with the strengths because I always want to pump somebody up before, you mm -hmm. know, talking about weaknesses. But I mean, we all have them, you know, and like uh, I'm a big proponent on ROI of time. You know, if I'm really weak in an area, I spend time learning it a little bit. But for the most part, I contract that out because you're just not going to get the return of investment on your time. If you're, if you're not good in that area. Exactly. You have to know the area you're weak in enough to know when to ask for help, but also understand the area when the person you ask for help is giving you feedback. That's a beautiful way of summarizing that. Exactly. You do not need to learn it enough to become strong in it. You just have to learn it enough to have a conversation about it. Often I find entrepreneurs and solopreneurs, they get in the mindset that they have to do everything, you know, that it's going to affect their business if they're if spending too much money or that they can just, they might as well learn it themselves. But in my opinion, that's a losing mindset because you spend so much time exhausting so much energy and you might not get it to the point that you're satisfied with it at the end of the day, right? Mm -hmm. So stay focused with where your strengths lie, learn where you're weak, but at the same time, offer that to offer it for help. Exactly. You cannot, as an entrepreneur, do everything yourself. Mm -hmm. No successful business is a team of one. Exactly. It can't be done. Exactly. 
something's going to fall through the cracks somewhere and it's going to affect everything when you're a team of one. And you're also susceptible to burnout and, you know, exhaustion. So, yeah, you have the health implications. You have a lot of things go wrong when you're a team of one. You have mm -hmm. to have help. Exactly. And that's why Sean is here to help you, at least with the branding. <laughs> you got it. Help you get your business on track. There's so many good businesses out there that just need branding. They just need to actually help ask for the help that they need. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we often get sidetracked. I mean, you know, branding kind of gets a, a not a bad name, but a name where it's like you envision kind of a logo or a fancy design. And we assume that that's branding. But branding is actually so much more than that. It's actually the heartbeat of the business, the strategy behind of how you're going to get there, how you're going to get in front of your ideal customer, how you're going to sell your products. So obviously, selling products is more marketing, but branding is is the baseline of, of how we're going to get to all these places, plus design of how we're going to, you know, pique the interest through visuals. So, I mean, branding is all encompassing. It's not just one thing. It's not. It's what is your name? What is your logo? Logo's good because you have a visual aid, but at the same time, what does your brand mean? Exactly. And how does it resonate with your followers, with your customers, with your clients? Is it an abrasive name? Do they think it's an abrasive name? Is it a peaceful, calm name? Do they have misconceptions about the name? Mm -hmm. It goes to such depths that we're even looking to evoke emotion in our customers. And, uh, you know, depending on your color palettes and, you know, the shades that you're using, I mean, that all plays a factor, right? So it's just, we're sentient beings that want to feel. Generally, we buy brands or services from people that we trust, that we feel um, connected to that our values align with their brand values or their personal values. So um, we want to feel that connection. Exactly. And so everything plays a factor in that. And then when you get that one customer, if they're making a true connection to you, they're introduce you to 10 new customers. Exactly. And that's what you want. Mm -hmm. It's not just word of mouth with their neighbors anymore. It's word of mouth over the world. Yeah, globally, yeah. And that's, you can't think small anymore. Well, I just have, and I just go to this one area. No, you're not just, you're global. If you're on the internet for anything, you're now global. Mm -hmm. It's true. I mean, everything's at a click of a button now. So, but one more time, where can our listeners and our viewers find you and Find more about your company. Yourbrandroots.com is my, my website. Um, at Your Brand Roots are my social media handles. That's LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you want to reach out to me via email, it's Sean, S-H-A-U-N, at yourbrandroots.com. Awesome. See, everything's there. You're easy to connect with anywhere. Mm -hmm. And that's how customers need to find you. Yes. Don't be shy. You all need help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably one of them. Yeah, we all are. But thank you so much for being on the show today. You Thank you for having me as a guest. I've really enjoyed talking to you. So that's all. It's been awesome. And for all of our listeners, our viewers, and our business owners, happy growing.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.